Please be seated. So in lieu of today's sermon, we'll continue with this instructed Eucharist. And so we'll move into communal affirmations and prayers. With these affirmations and prayers, we continue tapping into this sense of believing, belonging, and belovedness. We get to know God for Jesus with and the spirit within us. So we continue to the preparation of our hearts and we ready ourselves for participation in the liturgy of the table by coming together for communal affirmation. So after we've been encouraged by a sermon that we did not hear today, um, to live, we are encouraged to live and to move more fully into God's kingdom of love. We stand to affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. Wrestled over and written in the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD, the creed is a summary of our faith, the way we as a community intellectually agree on the foundational tenets of our faith and remember our relationship, God's sacred covenant with us. The creed affirms God's love. It highlights our belief in the Trinity and the spirits working in and around the greater church. It recalls our baptism. And so because what we're on, all of us, is a journey of faith, a pilgrimage, we will always have questions and doubts about God. But creeds summarize it. They summarize our faith in the past, present, and future, and they unite believers all over the world. So reciting the creed is something we do for and with each other, holding each other up when we feel weak or doubt. And in reciting these creeds, we join Christians across the world and throughout the ages in affirming our faith in the one God who created us, redeemed us, and sanctifies us. The creeds are how we hold fast to our faith now and into the future. At the last line of the creed, you might see parishioners sign themselves. And that line says, look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. And you'll see that sign. Some people will sign themselves with the cross at that. And we do that to mark ourselves as a people who hold this forward looking posture. So I invite you to stand with me as we affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. So please join me. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. 
He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. And we continue that, we follow that up with the prayers of the people. The prayers of the people is the title for the general intercessions in the Eucharist and can be traced to the second century, about the year 150 AD. In the prayers, we respond to God based on what we've learned from all that precedes them. In the prayers, we meet God and ask plainly for God to come and see, to intervene into our broken world. The prayers are also an offering to God and show our spiritual support to and for each other. The prayers of the people are led by a deacon or other leader and include corporate prayers, prayers we wouldn't necessarily inquire about on our own. So we pray for the universal church, its members and mission. We pray for the nation and all in authority. We pray for the welfare of the world, the concerns of the local community, those who suffer and those in any trouble. And we pray for the departed with commemoration of saints when appropriate. Each prayer concludes with a communal request or affirmation, how we join into it. They're typically read responsively. Sometimes we do include extemporaneous prayers and you might remember during the pandemic when we included the prayers in the chat and the, the prayers were more free formed and flowing, but that is a practice that we can include, but it is not typical. So I invite you to bow your hearts with me as we join in prayer together. Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church that we all may be one. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you, that your name may be glorified by all people we pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons, that they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world, that there may be justice and peace on earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake, that our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble, that they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the departed eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray now for our own needs and those of others.